Hey, y'all. Have you ever heard of Old Gods of Appalachia? Well, if you haven't, you have now. Let me tell you. This is a horror anthology podcast. And it is absolutely amazing. They have characters. They have actors. They have different people doing voiceovers. It is so ridiculously dope. Y'all got to check this out. Um... I'm, I'm like, I'm enthralled. I'm, I I can't stop listening to it. This shit is crazy. And I got to tell you, all the actors are, they're straight, they're queer, they're black, they're of color, they're male, they're female, they're they, thems, they, thems. They just, this thing is so diverse, man. And, and there's, there's actually some poets involved with this that I actually admire. So this is a big deal. Y'all got to check out Old Gods of Appalachia wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, y'all. Your fam, Black Fluid Poet. Check it out. If you love this podcast, I want to thank you for favoriting the podcast because it means the world to me. However, the way I can get more advertisers is to have more subscribers. If advertisers um, see that... Um, I have a lot of subscribers, they will be more willing to give me opportunities to advertise for them. So in order for me to get these ads, I need to get to a decent amount of subscribers. So you come here to anchor.fm and you go to support and you can pick 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Please feel free to pick 99 cents. I, I, I am overjoyed at anyone who wants to support my dream of getting this podcast taking off. You know what I'm saying? So please just consider it. If I could get a thousand subscribers, I could get out of this poverty thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, the struggle is real. Y'all take care. Hey, y'all. It's your fam, Black Fluid Poet, coming to you live from my humblest abode of books. Ah. <sighs> I don't think there's any more of a pandemic, so I don't need to say that part. <laughs> oh, y'all, I miss y'all. I miss y'all so much. You don't know how much... I I've been overwhelmed with emotions and situations and struggles, and I haven't gone into a lot of detail about it because it's been my own personal journey, things that I've had to reflect on and take a really good, hard look at myself. And I tell you, a lot of it I didn't like um, a lot of it I still don't like, and, and I'm still dissecting parts of my personality that, man, they need so much work. I've had to go back through my life and figure out where some of the worst qualities I have, where they came from. And in figuring out where they came from, dissect the situations, where I went wrong, and not only make sure that I don't do those things again, um, but make sure that I don't teach those behaviors to others. You know, um, all of these plans of being a professor and being a teacher, um, I have to be careful not to drag my trauma into a classroom or around other children, um, teenagers, young people. Because I don't like those behaviors and I don't want them repeated by anyone else, especially because of something I did or said or didn't do or didn't say. You know what I'm saying? 
so it's been a lot of seclusion. It's been a lot of isolation. Um, it's been a lot of reading. It's been a lot of listening. It's been a lot of watching YouTube videos and, you know, um, I, I've been, I've been paying attention to a lot of therapists on TikTok and because right now I, I can't afford to go to therapy, but, um, I just applied for Medicaid uh, in the state of Washington and, um, it's looking good. So, uh, hopefully I will be able to really sit down with the professional and, and take some things apart about me. Um, that I don't like, that, that need to change, harm I've caused. And um, I, I would love to give some big speech about all the harm I've caused and how sorry I am, but I don't want to do that until I know that I'm not going to repeat these behaviors. Um, there's, there's just a lot of regret. And um, I've been dealing with narcissistic tendencies and feelings of entitlement, uh, resentment um, towards myself, towards humanity as a whole, specifically towards women, um, things about myself that I didn't know that I had certain hostilities. Um, um, I knew that I was struggling with misogyny for a long time and still do. Um, but I didn't know to what extent. And just the last couple of months alone, I've, I've really had to sit down and force myself to, to peer into a very ugly atmosphere, that atmosphere being my personality. Um, it's easy to pretend for a 15-second or 60-second or 10-minute video um, that I am just a marvelous person and I make no mistakes and I'm flawless and I'm just all full of hope and positivity and good vibes. But, you know, when you turn off that video, I'm still sitting with myself and the things about myself that I, I truly at one time didn't know were problems and then didn't know how to change it. And now I don't know how to live with it. It's been tough. It's been tough. It's been hard to show my face um, places because of so much damage that I've caused. And, um, you know, I've done some old podcasts about it. Um, but it's stuff that I need to constantly revisit to, to reassess progress, if any, that I have gained. Oh, this change, man. This is tough stuff, man. It's really tough stuff. I am trying to fall in love with the fact that I'm willing to look at these ugly things. I'm trying to hold a, a space of gratitude for myself and my willingness to change. And, and I'm in constant battle between the regret and shame that I feel and this new positive direction that I'm trying to take. And there's always a question in my head of, do I deserve a chance to do better? And I won't answer that question because it doesn't matter if other people think I deserve a chance to do better. What matters is that I'm willing to do better and that's what I'm holding on to. I remember a, a man by the name of 
James Nolowski. He was a drug counselor back in the 80s that I really looked up to. And he said, you know, there's only two times an addict changes. It's when they see the light or they feel the heat. And for me, it's been both. Um, you know, in getting older and understanding that the older I get, the more and more I reemphasize to myself that there is no going back. There is no changing the past. And in knowing that I have maybe somewhere less than 40 years um, left to really do something significant with my life, being 53 and realizing how fast 53 years went, what I have left is going is fleeting. It's going to go quick. So I really don't want to dilly-dally. I don't want to play with this. I just want to be better. And it's a long road. But you know what else is a long road? Shame and suffering and causing harm. Much longer roads. Much longer roads. I think about You ever you ever you ever think back to when you were drunk and you did something really stupid and, and you cringe to yourself, like you're by yourself and you go, Oh god, I can't believe I did that. And and you're like embarrassed of yourself by yourself. You're like, fuck, what was I thinking? I have so many of those, and the worst part about them is a lot of them are sober. Stark sober. Conscious of my behavior. And decisively doing it anyway. Knowing I was causing harm. Knowing that it was the wrong thing to do. And not being able to understand where this willingness to cause harm was coming from. I still haven't forgiven my parents. For so many things. I still haven't forgiven my father for not being more present in my life. Even though I know on an emotional level, on a, on a mental level, and on a spiritual level, he did not have the capacity to love me as his child. And there is a part of me that doesn't give a shit. I still want, not wanted, I still want my dad, even though he's been gone since the 90s. I haven't forgiven my mother for choosing my father as my parent. I haven't forgiven my mother for her drug addiction, for her alcoholism, for her anger problems, even though she was a victim of sexual assault. She was raped as a teenager, forced to carry a baby to term, thrown out by her parents over it and forced to make a way for herself, most likely struggling with bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder. But I, there's a part of me that just doesn't care. I'm angry at the world for the situation I grew up in, and I've made countless love interests and partners and 
people in general pay for the resentments I've had and felt entitled to cause those harms. Fuck them. They didn't go through what I went through. That's what I told myself. After everything I've been through, I deserve this. Steamrolling over others who only wanted to show me love and understanding and affection and I made them pay for it. God, that's so hard to live with. It is so hard to live with. I, because I wish I could say there were times, there were times that I didn't know what I was doing, but there were also times when I did. And I did it anyway. God, that's a damaged individual. I am a damaged individual. And I know I'm not alone in both being damaged and causing harm. I know there's plenty of us have caused harm. Plenty of us have those cringe moments where we're like, fuck, why did I do, like, why would you do something like that, man? <clears throat> but, you know, if I don't move forward and strive to get better, I will stop time. I will keep myself back at my mistakes and my failures and not change. I, I can't forget this to save my life. You know, one day, it, it, when you have time, YouTube The Edge, a movie with Anthony Hopkins and I think it was uh, Alec Baldwin um, and also uh, 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 I think Omar Epps was, was it Omar Epps? I think it was Omar Epps that was in that movie or Mark Epps. God, I can't remember. He was in Oz. Uh, he played the disabled uh, man in Oz. Um, but I, I digress. There's a scene in the movie where the three of them are, are in a plane. The plane crashes. The pilot dies. Um, and these three men are in the Alaskan wilderness and, and have to survive, all the while being chased by a grizzly bear. Um, and... Alec Baldwin and Epps are arguing over what they should do next. What are they going to do? How did they get here? Whose fault it was? And Anthony Hopkins says, shut up. Like, both of you, stop. And he says, do you, do you know what kills most people who are lost in the wilderness? And they were like, yeah, 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 what, what? You know, you're going to tell us, so just tell us. And he said, shame. They're often found by drinkable water. They're often found near a fire. They're often found with places where there were opportunities to get food or find shelter, but instead they sat there beating themselves up over their mistakes and they died. They died of exposure just sitting there feeling sorry for themselves. God, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want shame to be my killer. Of all the things, cancer, car accidents, suicide, of all the things to die from, Please, God, don't let it be shame. Oh, after all of this, after everything I've been through, I don't want shame to be the culprit of my demise. And in knowing I don't want shame to be the culprit of my demise, I also don't want shame coming from me onto others to cause their demise. I have become quite careful in the words I use when I talk to myself. 
I used to jokingly say, you know, when I make a mistake, oh God, I'm such an idiot. And I have become strict about that kind of language when talking to myself. Power off. Um, I've become strict in that kind of language. I refuse to allow myself to talk to myself that way. And I also refuse to allow anyone around me to talk about themselves that way. To a point to where I don't joke about it, I don't say it with a smile on my face, I go, hey, don't do that. Please don't do that. It's not fair. It's harsh. If you wouldn't say that to somebody else, don't talk about yourself that way. And people will go, yeah, I know. I don't. No, you, you really don't. You're, you, you really don't because I talked myself into addictions and overdoses and suicide attempts and settled in poor relationships because I called myself an idiot, because I called myself a sucker, because I called myself stupid, worthless, unreliable, pathetic. So not only don't I say that jokingly, I don't allow the people around me to say that jokingly to themselves. And if they do, I mean, of course, they're free to do that. But I will not spend time around people who talk to themselves like they're shit. Because it's contagious. Oh, you think you do stupid shit? Let me tell you what I do. And, and, and you start the ball rolling again about how unworthy I am. I think about how many opportunities I've passed up in my life because I didn't think I was up for the challenge because I spent years calling myself pathetic, idiot, unreliable, and unworthy. I think about how many romantic interests I never pursued because I didn't think that they were, you know, I didn't think I was, I was, uh, what, what's the, the term? Um, I, I kept telling myself they were out of my league. They weren't. They weren't, but I wouldn't allow myself to rise to the occasion because I had been telling myself repeatedly how I couldn't rise to the occasion. Jobs, relationships, even choices with my health. I, I, I don't do better because I told myself I didn't deserve better. Now that I got all of that out of the way, I want to tell you that I want better for myself now. I want to tell you that I'm going to do better from now on. But that would be a lie. Because I know how hard it is to change. And I expect myself to make mistakes repeatedly. I'm just hoping I don't make the same damaging mistakes. I hope, I hope any harmful mistakes that I make from here on out are less harmful than I used to make. My hope is that I elevate myself to a place to where the pain I cause is less than the pain I used to cause. And the positive experiences that I bring to other people's lives are better than any positive experience I ever brought before.
Hmm. How's that for coming off the dome and saying hi after all this time? <laughs> Not bad for a guy who took a sabbatical, right? I'm going to make another podcast episode about uh, about Gaza, about Gaza, about Palestine, about Israel, about the U.S., about Zionists and hate and resentment and society and and things that I've noticed just this week on TikTok. I'm 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 going to talk about that in my next episode. But this episode I wanted to make it about me, about you and about us. Don't let your mistakes deprive you of better decisions in the future. Don't get lost in the wilderness and die of shame. Remember to love yourselves. Talk to you later.